her production, she put on for a giant. Hey, that's the rest of 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 the rest Okay, you guys, we are back with the Bremore Productions podcast, the safe place for the Black Opinion. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode. Please know that I am very grateful for everybody that's been tagging us in recent posts regarding Black Podcast out there. It is an honor. It is a pleasure. We are still on YouTube, so make sure that you please go subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Bree More Productions. Bree More Productions. And go follow us on Instagram at Bree More Productions as well. Um, I wanted to talk about something that I keep seeing and the reason why I, the reason why I want to um, talk about it is because someone gave me a different perspective because I too was walking around talking about we are not our ancestors. But then when somebody else gave me another perspective on why we should not say such a thing, I was like, bet. So I think this is a valuable lesson and a great example of having an open mind and having discussions and having real conversations and learning to listen to other people's perspective because you are going to learn from them as well. And I tell people all the time, I don't mind, you know, when people disagree with me. I don't mind that because doing a disagreement, I believe you can still find important tools and knowledge that you didn't have, that you wasn't aware of before. So I always listen, I always observe. We are now, we are not always right because we have not always experienced everything like there's no person on this earth that have experienced every single thing there is to experience in life and I think that's the only thing that might be impossible so it is important to always listen to the next person and always hear them out and if you disagree with them disagree with them peacefully and move around especially young people So I wanted to talk about this because I thought about it. And I always, 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 always said that we have very resilient ancestors and that we come from a resilient people, especially when Kanye said what he said about how slavery was a choice. So as you guys know, there's like memes and people are making signs of people stating we are not our ancestors. We will beat your ass or it will simply say we are not our ancestors, which is implying that, you know, our ancestors were a little bit, you know, loving. And that saying also made them sound as if they were weak, like they didn't stand up for themselves. So one of my Facebook friends, um, shout out to Pan-African Connection. Um, It is a Pan-African store, one of my favorite stores in Dallas. That's my family. I'm always in there as, as much as I can. I get my sage, my incense, 
Um, what else I begin? Um, pretty much all my spiritual tools, my uh, sage incense, and books, black books by black authors. Um, I have also been to events, t-shirts, necklaces, you know, accessories, trying to get my accessories, my earrings up in there as well. We working on that. Um, but this store is a uh, is a gem in our community because it it brings unity and knowledge and light. You walk in there, I guarantee you, you're going to leave out with knowledge about who you are as a black person, um, not only in in America, but but also in Africa as well. So Pan African Connection is in Oak Cliff. It's off of Marseilles. If you ever have time make some time and go check them out. Um, so they recently made a post about how we need to stop saying that we are not our ancestors. And I scratched my head and I was like, and I was just listening, to, I was just reading the comments and I was like, you know what? She's right. This post is absolutely right because there are so many of our ancestors that we don't know about because they were they were very aggressive and they were rebels they they fought against slavery they ran away they like we don't know the robert smalls robert smalls was a slave that took a confederate ship and pretty much held the confederate soldiers um at bay and then he took the ship to the to the Confederate route. And once they realized that, I don't even think they even realized that he was a black man until after the fact. But even after the fact, he was able to get away. And he pretty much won over his slavery by doing that. There's more to the story. Robert Smalls. I might be, you know, not giving all the information or I might say the story wrong. So please forgive me. But Google's. Robert Smalls. Use your Googles. Robert Smalls. Even Nat Turner. Nat Turner was with the shits. Not only did he kill, you know, the adults, but he also killed the children that was in his way and very rebellious, like very. And then, of course, we hear about the Harriet Tubman's. Now, some people say that Harriet Tubman killed those that were in his, in her way, including the black folk that changed their mind while they was en route to freedom. I don't know if that's facts or not. But there are so many of our ancestors that took a stance against slavery. You also have to think about the um the lady that the the um the movie in the book by Toni Morrison, Beloved. That's a true story. You know, in the beginning of the, the movie, um, you have Oprah Winfrey, her character, a young version of her character, killing her kids because she didn't want her kids to endure slavery. That's a true story. The, um, the slave, I think her name was Mary. I'm not for sure, but Googles, use your Googles. Look up the the book Beloved, and it's based on a true story. And then after that, you will learn more facts about that. 
but I know for a fact her name was Mary. In the true story, though, Mary and her husband and her family actually escaped and they thought they was free. They was, I think they was like in the, I think they was in the house for about two hours once they were caught. And then Mary took her kids uh, in the back and she killed two of them, if I'm not mistaken. And then she had one baby left over. So once they was uh, exporting her back to slavery on the ship, she threw her baby off the ship. Now, again, Googles, do your research and you will learn that more about the story. And she was definitely a rebel. She didn't want her kids to endure slavery at all. And then you have the, the tribe. And I'm just giving y'all, my brain stores so much knowledge. <laughs> this is what I be telling people all the time. Like my brain is literally, as I'm, picture my brain, okay? I, I picture my brain as a library. And every time I, I'm looking up or research, I'm trying to find uh, knowledge, it's like pulling out file cabinets. And I'm only giving y'all a gist of it. It's like cliff notes. It's not really the whole story. So make sure you go google all these stories that i'm telling you about because i'm not even giving y'all half of it i'm not even giving y'all half of it so then you have this african tribe that didn't even make it to america because they wasn't with the shits they are they i guess they heard stories i, I it felt bad they they felt the vibes so this african tribe actually drowned themselves the entire tribe, the 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 people thought they was on their way to the ship, but then these African people they end up drowning themselves in the ocean, re- refused to get on the on the slave ship. Make sure you use your Googles and you look this up. So there's a lot of our ancestors that didn't stand for this at all. They fought, but even. We got to think about the people that didn't necessarily um, escape. I'm gonna put it at. I'm. I'm gonna say that because even though that they didn't physically fight, I still believe they had the greatest strength that we have ever, ever, ever imagined or seen. Period. So this is my. This is my thing. Y'all have to think about this. Especially during this climate where mental health is one of the main topics uh, within and outside of our community. People are now becoming very aware that stress kills. And it's, it's, it's important to know your triggers. It's important to throw in a towel when you're exhausted mentally. It's important to take a break when you are exhausted mentally. Um, that's what we've been learning as of, I say, about the, the last two years or so. So we got to think about slaves in America. They were in very stressful environments, but yet they remained. But yet they created culture. But yet they created lives and more lives and more lives of generations of generations of generations of people. Slavery did not break us. I'm going to say that again. 
Slavery did not break us. That's how strong our ancestors are. Think about it. Their kids were taken away from them. Their husbands were taken away from them. Their wives were taken away from them. Their native language, their native religion, practices, their way of life, lifestyles were taken away from them. But yet they remained. And yet they were the 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 inventory. Let's just be honest. Let's keep it 100. They were the inventory that kept America, which is a business, going to the fact that America still benefits from slavery. Think about it. That's how resilient, that's how strong our people are. You would think, you would think that this would have that these these main factors of the way of life and how people should be treated and the fact that they weren't treated as people, they were treated as property, they was treated as inventory. Literally, if you have a garden, you you use gardening to, gardening tools to elevate, to prosper, to grow your food. That's exactly what, what uh, slaves were to America. They were tools to elevate, to, to grow, to expand America. They weren't, they weren't even people. It's, it's the same thing as people literally breeding dogs. You know, they, they feed the dog. They, they have the dogs to, you know, you know, mate with other dogs and have more dogs so they can sell those dogs and then go and make more dog business. They don't even think about, the only time they think about the well-being of the dog is food, to feed them, to water. That's it. But it's not even, it depends on who the owner, if they're going to give them the best food. And we all know that we were not fed the best foods in those times. We were given scraps. But even think about that. The poor nutrition, the poor environments, the, the fact that we were living on top of each other. Hot, no shoes, no no proper clothing, nothing. But yet, we still got it. Got out in these cotton, in those cotton fields. We still built built these cities, these buildings with our hands, and we still made it happen. That is strength. That is a superpower. If it ain't nothing else, I don't know what I can tell y'all. That's like superheroes, literally. To you got to think about some of these slaves didn't have eyes because they was they was caught reading or you know they was missing limbs, legs and arms and they were whipped. They had bruises and scars on their backs. They were listen, think about it. Think about it. How strong these people were. Just think about how strong they were, but yet they were still out in the cotton fields, picking cotton, pick, uh, pl plucking sugar cane, uh, still feeding these, uh, th uh, their children and, um, taking care of the big house and, and make sure, making sure the big house was all neat and, 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 and cleaned and, Breast the 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 black men the black women were breastfeeding these white babies, and we not gonna talk about oh we do need you know what we 
that's one thing that we need to stop doing is sugarcoat. Let's just be, let's just keep it honest. Let's just put it out there. We only talk about the, the raping of black women during slavery, but black men were also raped. They were raped in front of other black men or their wives or their children to make them to make them less thin in their in, in, in to make the other slaves fearful of massa, of running away, of fi- trying to seek freedom or trying to read. They also raped black men and white women with power, with plantations, uh, visit other plantations and picked out black men to sleep with. That truly happened. Black women were not just the the only ones that were getting raped, unfortunately. Black men was getting raped too. So with all that in mind, with all that on, on the table, no education, they are not being elevated. Their brains are not being uplifted. You know, there's no, they're, they're not using their, their brain power. They have been stripped away from everything that they know. They know they've been stripped away from their family, which is their support system. They had no proper, uh, proper nutrition, but yet these people st- stood tall and they still created a culture that we still practice today. Slaves are the strongest people that ever walked this earth. Slaves are the strongest people that ever walked this earth. And I'm not just talking about the ones that's in the textbooks. I'm talking about the no names, the the slaves that we have no ideal about, the slaves that don't get no praise, the slaves that helped Harriet with the underground the underground railroad, those slaves, the slaves that actually braided maps, yes, cornrows in the heads of other slaves to seek freedom. Those were maps. Those slaves. They don't get no recognition. And the fact that we got this image, the fact that we we looked upon our ancestors as if they were weak, as if they didn't fight back. But what about those that, that maintain their lives on these plantations? America wouldn't be America. America wouldn't be great. That's what that's the reason why they want to make it great again. They want free labor. They want to do whatever and whatever they they want to do with people. That's what they want to do. America benefited so much from slavery to the point that the White House was built by slaves and every single president lives in that White House. They still benefit from slavery. You Years and years. Think about this. I'm going to say this and then we're going to take a short break. Think about internships. And think about, especially if you're a business owner, think about the, the real, as a business owner, the benefit of having an intern. What's the number one benefit of having an intern? 
the number one benefit of having an intern is the the fact that you don't have to pay them. So you can host an internship from six months to a year. And within six months to a year, yes, of course, the intern is benefiting from the, the job as well. They're learning about the insights of the industry. They're learning new skills. They are networking. Of course, the intern benefit. But you benefit as a business owner because you don't have to put no money into that person until you feel like they are ready for that position that they are pursuing. But we're talking about slaves here. In years and years and generations of slavery where these people did not get paid at all. And their, and their, their, uh, their lifestyles and um, their food was poor. So they wasn't really investing more into their inventory. So think about that as a business owner. Think about it. We look upon our ancestors as if they are less than, as if they didn't fight, as if they, as if they didn't, they didn't stand up for themselves. And I truly believe we are wrong. We're gonna take a quick break, and we're gonna give a shout out to our sponsors, and we'll be right back. Okay, you guys, we are back. Please make sure you follow us on Instagram at Bremore Productions. Um, we are also on Facebook as well, Bremore Productions. You can also join our private Facebook group, Bremore Productions. And you can also um, follow me. My personal page um, is more of Bree as well. And all I'm going to do is pretty much tell y'all to follow the Bremore Productions page. <laughs> but you can also you can follow my, my personal page as well. I don't mind. Um, so back to it. Keep saying these memes and these signs that we are not our ancestors. And I came up with the, con the conclusion that we should be like our ancestors. We should draw in their strength. Because even though they, they lived and worked in a, in a stressful environment, they were still resilient. How? I can only imagine the fact that I refuse to work a nine to five due to the stress levels, due to the fact that I cannot proudly be myself. I cannot even work a nine to five, which is nothing like the plantation, nothing like a cotton field due to the stress levels in the environment. But here you are, you have slaves that are creating new foods out of the scraps that they were given. They are creating new types of music from beating on their hands, using using uh, the the drums that they made out of scrap that scraps that they was given. They were still uh, getting married and finding love. Just a when I'm stressed, I don't want to be bothered. But the our ancestors were still finding love. During slavery, they were still getting married. They were still going to church. They were still praising God. They were still thanking God. They were still, 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 still. So you telling me that you think they're weak? Those slaves, strongest people, 
that ever walked this earth. And at this point, I don't care what nobody say. To me, they are superheroes. They are the Avengers. How did y'all survive that? I'm about to cry. No, really, I think I'm about to cry. Like, seriously. Many slaves, when they, they ran away to seek freedom, they didn't have shoes on their feet. Barefoot. Now we killing each other over Jordans. Our ancestors were killed for reading and writing. They were um, they would sneak out at night just to learn how to how to read and write. And now when I when I'm on social media. Excuse me. Now when I'm on social media, I see people say, I'm not reading all that. That's too much to read. I'm not reading all that. Who gonna read that long paragraph? And it's like, bro, like we come from people that that couldn't even learn how to write their names. And I work I work closely with school districts. And I remember my first year working as an after school program instructor. And um I took my son with me because I try my best to expose my son to different environments and to see me work as an entrepreneur. So I took a journey with me. And the counselor of the school was in the in the classroom with us to pretty much, you know, make sure that I was a good fit and vice versa. So during the my class, she took a journey with her, and her and a journey was like off to the side, and they were playing and reading. And then at the end of the class, she said, Oh my gosh, your son is so advanced. Like he can start school today. She was like, there's so many children. Oh Lord. She was like, there's so many children that start school four and five years old that don't even know their colors. My son was two years old and he knew his colors. He knew his ABCs. He knew his name. He knew how to spell his name. And she was she was impressed, and the those are all that's basic knowledge, that's basic knowledge. I was I was shocked that she was impressed over something so basic. To me, that's basic. I strive for excellence. When it comes to my son, I'm very now that he have touched down on five years old. I'm very strict on him. 
because I want him to know so much more. I don't want him to be like me. I don't want a Johnny to grow up and not know his history. It took me so long to even like know what I just said to y'all. I'm sorry that I'm crying, but it is so sad. It is so sad, but it took me until I was in my 20s to learn real black histories, like real black history. The fact that I grew up all this all this time and had really was not aware of self. I was not aware of my people. I was not aware of anything until I was like 23 years old. To me, that's sad. And it is my duty to make sure that my son is smarter than me, that he know who he is. And it's sad because they look upon us, the, the, the people like myself, that even black people, but white, other people, white people, are threatened against blacks that are aware of knowledge, aware of, of our history. We can correct them when they're wrong. Like when people say, make, make America great again. Okay, so what exactly do you mean by make, a, make America great again? Because if what time period are you talking about? Because if you're talking about the time period where my people were slaves, that, that doesn't make America great. Y'all had to rape, kill, torture, kidnap people to build this economy. If you got to do any shady shit to uplift yourself, you are shit. You are trash. So what time period are you talking about when you say again? Because in, from what, where I stand as a black person in America, America was never great. So what do you mean? I was 23 when I became aware, aware of self. I was 23 when I wanted to start traveling and see the world. And I'm going to tell y'all right now, my ancestors are so strong, even in death. Because the first country that I visited was Berlin, Germany. And the first thing that, one of the first experiences that I had in that country was witnessing a memorial for Martin Luther King. I didn't even know that Martin Luther King even traveled to Berlin, Germany. I didn't even know that he even had some type of affiliation with people in Berlin. But to learn that somebody that I've been knowing, that somebody that I've been um, aware of for so long was in the same country, my the very first country that I visited outside of mine, stood in the same place that I stood and moved me. That touched me. That made me want to travel more. What other more countries do we got to go to to find out that Malcolm went to Africa? Like, bruh, they went to Africa? We didn't, we didn't hear about that. We wasn't taught that. We wasn't taught our true history. Our people is more than what they taught us. Seriously. They are the strongest beings that ever blessed this earth. Slaves blessed America. Our ancestors blessed America. They are the true kings and queens. It doesn't, you know, a lot of people say, you know, slaves came from all different uh, countries within Africa. You know, they say, 
the queen, the kings and queens was like Egypt and uh, Kemet, and not all of us came from Kemet. That's fine, but once they touched down on American soil and made America where it is right right now, not only do we benefit from Black culture and our different types of foods and and music and our lingo and our swagger. But you also have white people that benefited from black culture too. The Evit, the Elvis, even modern day Elvis, which is Justin Bieber. Justin Bieber just stated that he be, he benefits from black culture. So we are our ancestors. We should want to be our ancestors. Period. And that's the realest shit that I've seen and it changed my mind. And I was like, oh my gosh, like she's so right. We should want to be them. They, they were patient. Mm. Oh, y'all, y'all, y'all don't understand how this is bothering me right now. I'm definitely going to meditate and pray after this one. Mm. This is probably the realest podcast episode. <laughs> Yo, I came in the emotion. I'm I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for it. And for the, the, for the slaves that, uh, man, that really adapted to the European lifestyle, the, uh, the reconstruction era. Look that up too. Use your Googles. (laughs) The reconstruction era when all those black men took office. So many black men in office, the Frederick Douglass, even Robert Smalls, they took office and they was part of Senate. They was part of the government in some type of fashion. Man, years of slavery, man. Frederick Douglass taught himself how to read. You also have, I don't even know, I can't even remember his name right now. The slave that melted himself into freedom. He got into a box and shipped himself to freedom. Even after slavery, the Madam C.J. Walkers. I believe Madam C.J. Walker was the first generation to be free. I believe she was born on a plantation. That shit, man, is, uh, <laughs> y'all, we should draw in all of their energy, all their strength. We should want all that shit. And we, of course, learn from them, learn from their mistakes. Of course. Yo, I didn't even know that, I didn't even know that, uh. I knew Malcolm was big on affirmations, 
But I didn't know that Martin Luther King was big on affirmations too. Actually listen to his speeches, man. Take out the time to actually listen to his speech. Every single one of them title actually have a playlist of all Martin Luther King speeches. Go listen to his speeches. This man was big on affirmations as well. He even said it. He was like, I'm big on affirmations. My black is beautiful. Say it with me. Black is beautiful. Say it every morning. Black is beautiful. And when I heard that, I was like, dang, I thought Malcolm was the only one that's big. See? And then we got people that's, you know, bringing up Martin Luther King during this time and how peaceful Martin Luther King was. But we're not, we not talking about the end of his life when he was changing his mind. He didn't want to be peaceful no more. He felt like he led his, his people into a burning house. Fred Hampton was killed by the United States government. COINTELPRO, use your Googles to look this up. The government actually created a project called COINTELPRO that targeted all the Black Panthers, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King, Fred Hampton. They targeted Fred Hampton and they killed him right in the same bed that he laid with his pregnant wife. His wife was pregnant at the time in Chicago. See, Fred Hampton was smart. Okay. Well, I know that we got the black people, but we also have the, the Spanish and we also have the Asians. Fred Hampton was going to unite all these cultures and these beings together from different races and strike the government. That was his plan. Killed. We should want to be like our ancestors. We should want to be resilient. We are though. And that's I think that's that's the reason why we are the biggest threat. We we say, "Oh, I, I I'm being killed for the color of my skin, baby." It's not the color of your skin, it's your spirit. How the fuck am I'm sending all these obstacles, all these challenges your way? I mean, I'm even killing your men. I'm I'm putting your men in prison. Black women are the, the number one woman to die of childbirth in the hands of these doctors. We doing all this just to make sure that y'all do not succeed, that there is something that's keeping y'all behind. But yet, y'all still making the best of this shit. What the fuck? I just told my my uh, my people the other day. I was like, man, I feel like black people are the, a bad case of roaches. They was like, what, Bree? I was like, no, no, no. Listen to me. I was like, yo, think about it. A bad case of roaches. I think everybody have experienced a bad case of roaches at somebody's house. <laughs> These motherfuckers would not die. Doesn't matter how much raid you put out, how many traps you put out, how many how many times you call pest control, there's still a roach lingering. You see one, then you see two. You see two, then you see ten. You see ten, that you see a hundred. You're like, God damn, there's nothing I, I can do. Yo, it's not the color of our skin. It's, it's our spirit. It's the fact that we are resilient. It's the fact that we are 
we draw power and strength from the worst from the worst environments. We we strive in stressful environments. Cut our water off, we'll find a way to still take a bath. Cut our lights out, we'll still find a way to have lights on. We always find a way. We are innovative. We are creative. We still, we always find a way. We are a threat. How the fuck are you still here? You still here. You're still, you still standing. You still strong. We are Antoine fishes in the flesh. We don't die. We multiply. That's a threat. That's a true threat. It's deeper than our, our skin color. It's, dip, it's, it's deeper than the brown skin, the black skin, even the light skin. It's deeper. So we are our ancestors. And each generation is going to be better than the last. And that should be our, our main focus. No slander against our ancestors. No more would be tolerated. And find out who your ancestors are. Look deeper into your family. Know more about your family tree. Let's get this back together. Let's get this back on the road. Let's unite with our families, with our tribes. Let's figure out who we were and who we are. And let's use that to our advantage. Because other races can walk around and celebrate being Jewish they can walk around celebrating being Russian. They can walk around um, celebrate being European. But the, the minute that black folk celebrate being black, it's an issue. And I face that all the time. But I told y'all a long time ago, and this is the reason why this podcast even popped. The reason why this podcast is even here, because I do not give a fuck no more. I am proud of who I am and where I come from. You're going to get every inch of this natural hair, every inch of this natural black woman. You're going to get every inch of my voice. I'm proud. And if that's a threat against your well-being, then fuck you. That's your problem. That ain't mine. That's a personal problem. You go look in the mirror and ask yourself, why is this black woman a threat? Because she's speaking on black history. Because she's elevating her people. Because she's inspiring her people. Because she want to create more black businesses on top of black businesses. And she want to collaborate with her own. What's wrong with that? Nothing. Y'all been doing it and y'all keep doing it. But when black people do it, it's an issue. Because y'all know when we unify. Y'all know when we unite and we come together as one, it's a motherfucking problem for y'all. And it should even be a problem because that problem is only a root of insecurities. It don't have nothing to do with us. 
And we got to stop apologizing. We got to stop saying people of color and bringing everybody. No, say black and stand by that shit. We are black. We are talking about black issues, black problems. We are standing up for black people. When people of other races that are colorful as well start saying people of color, that's when we can reunite, unite and say people of color. In the meantime, between time, let's take care of home. And don't apologize for that shit. Don't apologize for your Afro. Don't apologize because you want to say Black Lives Matter. Don't apologize because you want to throw up your, your uh, red black and green flag, your pan-African flag. Don't apologize for none of that. Don't even apologize for listening to this podcast while you at work. Don't apologize for shit. Be proud. And get to know more of the no-names that we have no idea about. Dig up our history. Our history is deeper than Martin Luther King. It's deeper than Harriet Tubman. It's deeper than uh, Malcolm X. We were deep. Because what about the people that inspired them? What about the people that taught them? Get to know us. Love us. Be us. Support us. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Remore Productions podcast. I know this was a very emotional podcast for me. Every time I, I speak about the ancestors, I get very, very, very like emotional. I visited a plantation not too long ago in Louisiana, and it was very surreal to actually be on the plantation. And to see those shacks. And to think about all those people that we that that have no names, that we have no idea about, that put so much effort and work into building the, the US economy, put so much effort and in, in, in love and care into the generations. Even though, you know, we have our flaws, of course, every human being have their flaws. But like I said before, we learn from them. We learn from their mistakes. We heal from our traumas. We get to know our triggers. We play with our demons if we have to, to get to know that part of us. Start running from the shit. Speak up. Speak out. Go to therapy. We can turn all this shit around. We can go to therapy. We can eat better. We can talk better. We can walk better. We can learn from them. Instead of calling them weak, we can learn from them. They and We walk around and we say we don't have the blueprint, but actually we do. We can turn all this around. Now is the time. We have allies that are walking the streets with us. We also got, and you got to also be mindful of, the, of those that walk in the streets, but they're not with us as well. Some of these people honestly believe in keeping your enemy closer. So keep in mind of those that are at these protests that starting shit. Y'all keep y'all keep your eyes open and y'all be aware. And make sure when you return home, you burn your sage. You get rid of all those spirits. 
Don't bring none of that shit into your household. But I'm going to let y'all go. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to the Breedmore Productions podcast, a safe place for the black opinion. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I'm going to keep it 100. I'm going to try my best, even if I'm emotional. Make sure y'all use y'all Googles and y'all research the stories that I touched down on. I didn't necessarily give all the names, and I'm sorry for that. But you can, the information that I did give to you guys, you can still Google it, and you will find out more about it. Go to bookstores and read more about where you come from and who you are. And you elevate from that. You learn from your ancestors. That's what they want us to do. That's why they're still so powerful now, even in death. I love y'all. Y'all be safe. Peace.